0: Boardwalk Times Multiverse of Marvel is a podcast where we discuss the latest Marvel TV episodes as they are released on Disney+. This is your spoiler alert. Welcome to Night Fever, our official Moon Knight After Show podcast. I'm Zach Perlstein, the Editor-in-Chief of the Boardwalk Times.
1: I'm Iris Nyholt, a contributor for the Boardwalk Times.
0: Great to have you here, Iris. It's just us for today. How are you?
1: Doing pretty Good gonna be a chill podcast i think
0: oh i think so too i think it's gonna be very chill today but i have to admit i'm still upset we haven't found a royalty-free version of the bg song um night fever for this podcast so i've been yes. really upset about that
1: Yes, that would be absolutely perfect as an intro to this podcast, but sadly, if someone out there wants to make us a royalty-free version of this song, hit us up because we would love it.
0: (laughs) Please, please, I need it. I named this podcast Night Fever for like two reasons. One was because of the song, and then one was obviously because we're going to be talking about Moon Knight, and you know, we have some night fever to get through on this episode, so we're going to dive into more about Moon Knight after this short break. Okay, we're back. We're three down and three to go. How are we feeling about this series so far?
1: Honestly, I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I do. Like, from the first episode, I was like, oh, wow, I really like this show, even though I didn't think I would. So here we are, me still liking it. How about you? Do you still like it?
0: (laughs) I like it, but I have to admit, like, I'm not as, like, hyped for it every week as I was for, like, the previous Marvel shows. Like, I feel like with this show, if I was, like, spoiled, I would be like, okay. But like, oh, yeah, all the other, mm-hmm. you know, all the other previous Marvel studio shows, I've been like, you know, oh no spoilers, no spoilers. But for Moon Knight, some reason, at least in the first three episodes, I'm just kind of like, oh, this has been good. This has been fine to watch. But like, there's not anything like there that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to like watch like week to week. Like I can't wait to see the next episode, even though I do like it. It's it's, it's confusing. I'm dealing with. No, I agree. Feelings.
1: I agree. I feel the same way. Like, as much as I like it, sometimes I'm like, oh, right, it is Wednesday. There is a new episode. It's not like I'm, like, I know how, especially with, like, WandaVision, I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait till it's Wednesday again so I can see how this continues, but for this one, I'm just kind of like, oh, fun, I can get to watch another episode. It's kind of fun. I'm also okay if I get spoiled, which usually I'm really terrible about spoilers, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah I usually like avoid spoilers like at all costs like I know with mm-hmm. Doctor Strange coming out soon oh, yeah. and to be like deleting Twitter off the phone or off the smart you know, off the front page of my app screen <laughs> just so I don't see anything and all that but it's like another thing I feel about Moon Knight and it might just be me but it feels like every episode starts slow before they hit into that like classic Marvel Studios like intro and I always found that odd because like a previous show for example Hawkeye the show that came before this I felt like Mm -hmm. everything they did before that Marvel Studios intro and like that fanfare would get you hype where this one like today's episode was like I think Layla making a fake ID maybe or like I just yeah it just wasn't as memorable as like you know I still distinctly remember yeah yeah you know what I mean it was
1: interesting but it wasn't like attention grabby I guess
0: For sure. And I think the only thing like in the early moments of this episode that was like attention grabbing was just the insane fights, like just the insane Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. Like, Yeah.
1: I usually zone out during um, fight scenes because they're usually all so similar. But with these, they're kind of different. Like you said, kind of Indiana Jonesy, which I really like. So um, I can keep my attention to them better, I guess. So they're really pretty cool to watch today.
0: And I think there's a point in the fights today where both Steven and Mark were like, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. So a lot of speculation online is that it's going to be a third alter named um, Jake Lockley from the comics. And that would mean three alters inside one body all with Moon Knight powers. So I still wonder how they're going to pull that off because I mean, I'm shocked how good they've pulled off the Steven to Mark transitions Mm -hmm. because that was my big thing. And After watching episode one, I was like, I don't know how they pull this off, like, with other characters or just, you know, because it's a complex type thing, you know what I mean? Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, Oscar Isaac does such a good job on portraying both, like, alters that I think he would be able to pull off another one, but, like, character-wise, I don't really know how they would do it. Like, is he just an entirely different character? Again, I don't really know much about the comics of Moon Knight, but I did know that there was another alter. Yeah. Honestly, today, when they were switching, I was like, oh, is uh, Kansu taking over? Kansu? Kansu, yeah. I was forgetting how to pronounce I his thought, name, but yeah.
0: I, I thought at first that, too. I thought Konsu was the one who was, like, killing people. I mm-hmm. thought he just took mm-hmm. over, but then I went, I don't know if that makes sense because Kansu hasn't really done that, and he usually gives, like, yeah. the power of that suit to either you know, Mark or Steven. So there must be a third altar in there, which is interesting because I don't know how they're going to portray that, you know, with, you know, they've been using a lot of reflections and mirrors to portray like Mark and Steven and and, like who, who has the body, who doesn't have the body. I think, you know, they're going to run into, you know, maybe too many and I get like DID is like a real thing. So they're trying to portray it with care but it's also it's like what Muska said on the first episode it's like Mm -hmm. at first you wouldn't assume this is like DID because this is Marvel like
1: yeah and it kind of seems magical and like superhero-y but you like we have to keep in mind that that is a very real disorder people have and if that's also what Steven slash Mark is going through then maybe he needs to see a therapist but
0: (laughs) I think so. I think today's episode, he had some cry for helps a couple of times, like, especially when they met with the gods and the avatars of the Mm -hmm. MCU, or at least the Egyptian side. Yeah. You know, he, I think he had some cries for helps, even when he was talking to like his wife, Layla, and all that. But the Jake, the Jake Lockley thing, you know, could be interesting. And I'm not doubting Oscar Isaac's um, acting talent, because he's done Mm -hmm. phenomenal uh, so far and I also we're going to discuss a little bit later on in the podcast if you know he has a shot at an Emmy for this series because I think he does but then again there's anti-superhero bias but we'll get into uh, that yeah. later but yeah no I, I just don't know if you know three characters all portraying Moon Knight is too much in a way but I get it's like part of his character in the comic I just think you know, that's a lot to do, and we only have six episodes. So that's exactly why I'm like, ooh.
1: Like, maybe that's something good to save for a potential second season and just keep it as a mystery for now. But I don't know. I really don't know where they'll take this. Seeing as we have three more episodes to go, it could really go anywhere.
0: <laughs> totally. And, I really it was kind of funny. I felt like Mark Spector had a lot of Poe Dameron vibes today because you know Oscar Isaac played Poe Dameron in yeah. Star Wars. Like I think mm-hmm. I forget when he first saw the other um people he was supposed to fight. He just said something and I was like that was just such a Poe Dameron
1: line. That's just Poe. Yeah. You know,
0: like it just made me laugh. Another part in that fight that I found particularly interesting was the kid wasn't going to give up the location. And he ends mm-hmm. up sacrificing himself, and it gave me some serious Natasha Romanoff vibes in Endgame. Just how he, <laughs> well, just how he slices the thing, and then he falls down, and like even how the the camera panned and like showed the clip, yeah. how he was laying there. It was just so eerily like similar, and I was like, wow. And I know not everything's a reference, or not everything's like <laughs> tied together, but like in that moment, at least my brain was like, yeah, wow, that felt like that felt really weird, like you know.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, the cinematography was very similar, but I think the moments and the characters and everything else surrounding it could not be more different. Like Natasha was really doing it for... Well, I guess the kid was also sacrificing himself so the secrets wouldn't come out. Well, that's not what Natasha did. So they are very different circumstances.
0: (laughs) Different circumstances for sure. You know, one was to save the universe basically Mm -hmm. the other was to save amit slash whatever they're trying to plan with arthur harrow and
1: i guess to them maybe also the universe because they think they're doing a good thing and they're only letting the good people live and the bad people are dying so i guess then the universe would be all good but i don't know it's definitely a flawed plan
0: just wait until they find out how much larger this universe is. Like, that's what oh my all gosh, I've been thinking about throughout Moon Knight. It's like, wait till Mark, Mark Spector and Steven meet, like, Doctor Strange. Like, you oh know, just, there's gosh, just some, yeah. like, interest, or Blade, like, Mahershala Ali. Like, you know, just, there's <laughs> so many, like, it's just crazy to think about. It's like, you have scrolls, you have Mercenaries, you have gods mm-hmm. and avatars, you have Eternals. I mean, like, you have all these crazy, yeah. all-in-one universe. But speaking
1: of the Eternals, if if they and these Egyptian gods all live in the same world, like how does that even work? Like are are the Egyptian gods Eternals as well or
0: We were trying to figure that out on the last episode because I was like mm-hmm. you know, one of my theories was for Thor Love and Thunder connecting to Munich. Thor Love and Thunder's villains could be Gore, the God Butcher. And I kept on speculating mm-hmm. that Gore is going to kills some of these gods and at first i thought country but now i think it'll be some of the people we saw today because they're not as they were introduced yeah they're they were introduced but it's not like they're like essential we care about them yeah there's only one that i think might have potential to have uh to be cared about but yeah no it's the eternals in the gods it's it's really um kind of confusing because it's like the eternals are sent from the celestials and then it just brings into this debate you know my understanding of the marvel studio the marvel cinematic universe is that the celestials created the cosmos and they created the universe and all that and then there's like other beings like the watcher who like watches Mm -hmm. over everything and the eternals were sent by the celestials to fight the deviants and you know so maybe
1: there's like tiers that. of like godly also powers yeah
0: thor and like norse yeah. gods greek gods i'm sure oh you're I mean, right
1: yeah how did i forget
0: <laughs> it's, it's you know you don't think about i think yeah. moon knight has lulled um some of the fan theories to sleep where i think last week i kind of ignited some you know gears a bit in my head mm-hmm. because it's like okay You know, everyone right now is thinking, oh, Moon Knight's not setting anything up. But then in reality, I'm like, well, I think they're actually setting up or connecting some to connecting some different threads throughout this show.
1: Oh, probably, yeah.
0: But the whole, you know, the whole gods and avatars not wanting to interfere was like such a like it's like almost they like looked at the script of eternals and went, okay, we're gonna do that with (laughs) these guys too and it just makes me like really wonder like how many more under the surface players are left to be uncovered in the mcu it's like we have already uncovered scrolls we uncovered the internals we uncover that there's gods and avatars i mean i'm assuming we're gonna uncover vampires quite soon oh
1: probably werewolves just bring in the whole twilight cast
0: basically (laughs) like but i just wonder is there anything else like we have left to like be uncovered because it's like there feels like there's been so many you know under the surface type mm-hmm. you know oh they just operate it in the background
1: maybe they'll bring in some urban legend people like la llorona will suddenly just show up in the mcu
0: <laughs> <laughs> For, that would be crazy
1: as uh, like a villain or something
0: yeah i just i i just thought of one and it was just like you know underneath this mm-hmm. would be totally underneath the surface and don't know how they would do it but x-men mutants you know if oh, they dude, somehow yeah. figure out like if you know if they somehow justify and say hey they were around the entire time like i will it will blow my mind I mean, if they somehow do I'm that.
1: still a firm believer that that somehow comes into play in the multiverse of madness that those two universes will slam together and and then something will happen with that so guess we'll see. I,
0: I think so too. I think there will be something that happens. Like I've always speculated that there's going to be like a Dr. Strange post-credit scene and he'll end up at the, you know, Westchester, um, you know, Xavier's Academy for the gifted students. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah,
1: not, not to deviate from this whole Moon Knight topic and go into the Multiverse of Madness thing, but I know that there was speculation that Dr. X was the voice, you know, saying oh what was it that he said
0: oh i know what you mean professor x when he was like
1: yes uh,
0: we should tell him the truth yes clearly yes. patrick Stewart's that. voice and like yes he saw his head so exactly. i'm assuming he's going to be in it unless exactly it's
1: a- that's why i'm like oh the x-men are coming into play so but it could also be entirely something else.
0: <laughs> and it could be because they also have an animated project they're doing called X-Men 97, which is a continuation of the beloved animated series, which there's been a lot of theories thrown around that that animated series is going to be somehow connected to the MCU. And I, I'm just curious That would be to see, super cool. I'm curious to see how they pulled this off in general, but that was, you know just thought about x-men and mutants that's Mm -hmm. probably one of the yep major under the surface type players to be revealed next but back on track about gods yes gods and moon knight Knight. and
1: mark and steven
0: yeah night fever if you have the royalty free (laughs) version of that please um send it our way but In this episode, we met Yatzel, who's the avatar of mm-hmm. uh, let's see if I get this right i I learned how to say it before this episode Hather I think Hather ha- the god yeah, Hathor Hathor yeah. Hather is is something I, I looked it up before the Not episode. Heather
1: that's all I know
0: <laughs> for sure and she's like the goddess of music and love, mm-hmm. and she seemed to like obviously the you know God part of her had a relationship with Kanchu or something, and mm-hmm. then she was digging mark too, so I wonder if she'll get a Expand it role in this because you know, why not? I guess, yeah, but,
1: why not? It's not like we have that many characters in this show already. Like, no, it's really a small cast if you think about it.
0: It's an insanely small cast now that you bring it up. Because, like, every time they advertised this show, it was oh, Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawk, and May Calloway, or you know, mm-hmm. however you say her last name. And I was like. <laughs> because I, I screwed that up, too. But it was only three people, and I was like, that's bizarre, only having three I know Because, like, Hawkeye, Loki, all these other series, they were like, oh, and this person, and this person, and this person, but, like, having only three, you're like, wow, it must be a lot of screen time.
1: Yeah. I mean, good for them, but I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in another character that, like, became important. And it could be her. Who knows? She did seem to dig Mark, yeah. And I guess there is history with Conchu and her god person Hathor that one
0: (laughs) and this might be a little bit of a bold take here but I still don't Mm -hmm. fully understand Layla yet like I don't know her Mm -hmm. role within the series like I get she's like Mark's wife and she probably has a sketchy past but like within these like you know obviously she wasn't really involved in episode one but like in these next and I think this is another problem of having a six episode series is that I'm just like, I don't really get it. Like, yeah, I don't get. Yeah. Walker. You're like,
1: why should I care? Why do we care about her? What is her story?
0: Exactly. I'm like, was she yeah. a mercenary along with Mark? I mean, you know, Elizabeth yeah, maybe. They, cause, it maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. cause, cause she did talk about how they used to do this stuff together. And she has seen him in the suit, blah, blah, blah. Last episode then this episode they were talking about how her father was murdered and somehow maybe mark has something to do with it because um uh what's his name uh harrow was like gotta tell her the truth she deserves it Ooh. yeah so now i'm like did did he have something to do with the murder of her father or is it something entirely different like
0: that's bonkers oh wow mm-hmm I that's a thread that I didn't realize we would have to actually explore because I was like in this like the first couple episodes I'm like I don't really I'm not vibing <laughs> with her character but now yeah. that we say that like that we might have a murder mystery here like who mm-hmm. killed her father and it could end up being Arthur Harrow could end up being an Egyptian god
1: mm-hmm. could so, end up not even mattering at all
0: but well yeah we've been led down this path
1: yeah <laughs> of times
0: i mean the power broker you know which we'll actually talk about quite soon on this mm-hmm. podcast like i feel like we were led in a totally different direction than what it oh, ended yeah. up being uh wandavision's uh missing person mephisto. and mephisto <laughs> and then the missing person case which i don't think ever really got addressed uh and then the astro scientist or something i forget what it was but i remember there was a big like okay who's the scientist gonna end up being
1: and then, oh yeah and then it never like it didn't even matter
0: it, it was just someone random. Yeah. it was like someone random from sword and you're just like okay it's not even a name drop yeah. not even like you know
1: exactly it was just a random person climbing out of the thing
0: for sure And you're like what like you know yeah I, you know, it's like, I don't think people even expect it like Reed Richards, but they expect it just like someone <laughs> yeah. else. But speak Exactly. To, and speaking of dropping things, we've been talking about like Natasha Romanoff dropping, mm-hmm. the kid dropping, all these people dropping. We got a major name drop in this oh, episode, yeah. location name drop that I was like, okay, yep. they're starting to slowly tie this in with the greater universe. The and I MCU. appreciate that mm-hmm. because that's why I think a lot of people actually watch the MCU. I think there's been a chatter online lately that like you know the mcu needs to do this needs to do that but i think the mcu at its purest form is when stuff connects and it feels just yes
1: like, you're like Whoa. oh my gosh it's all connected
0: yeah like and i think there's been so much chatter online where people just want it to become something it isn't and so i was yeah, glad that people yeah.
1: always think they know better so yeah
0: that's really true actually yeah but like the name drop for the location was Madripoor, which was featured in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. And this was something I thought about at the end of last episode, but I was like, who hired Mark Spector to be that like mercenary, assassin, kill all the archeologists in Egypt? And after this Mm -hmm. Madripoor drop, which Madripoor is full of shady people.
1: Shady people, criminal masterminds.
0: I mean- It really opens up, you know, Mark could have been in Mark before all this stuff could have been hired by the power broker, could have been hired by like aim or could have even been hired by the 10 rings to do
1: stuff. I mean, imagine
0: there. Yeah. Imagine like, wow. (laughs) And it's just crazy hearing, like just a simple name drop and it. Like it just opens up the whole thing now.
1: It opens up so many possibilities. Like him being in Madripoor and like working for either, like you said, the Power Broker or even the Ten Rings that will connect so many things and create so many more opportunities for two uh, different shows to like come together or two characters to to come together. So I'm really interested to see if they take that any further.
0: Me too. I'm excited to see if they go down that route. And another thing, I think it was last week's episode for our listeners who listen week to week. I think last week's episode I was very interested in was Mark snapped or was Steven snapped? Like was Layla Ooh. blipped or did were they not blipped and did their mm-hmm. adventures happen in that like you know years of you yeah. know the world being kind of vacant and you could get away with probably a Do lot whatever. of crazy stuff, yeah. like go to Egypt and
1: kill, kill a bunch archeologists of people. <laughs> and
0: yeah, like you can get away with that stuff. And I then I don't
1: know, that's a good question.
0: It it is and then there was another thing that you know triggered a thought while watching this episode and it was that in Captain America Civil War they one of the agents name dropped a threat that was a local news anchor in Cairo Egypt so mm-hmm.
1: was a seed right.
0: planted for that type of event you know where the seeds always plant it back in like uh, Winter Soldier came out in 2014. Were seeds starting to slowly be planted? Was there turmoil in Egypt? where there gods and avatars fighting? Was Arthur Harrow? You know, maybe we'll get a flashback sequence here soon.
1: That like, would be cool. You know, I don't think they, like, planted that seed specifically for this show. But maybe they went back and looked at it and were like, Hey, we were smart. We said something about Cairo. And now this guy is in Egypt. So... We're, we'll just say we were smart and connected those dots way in the past.
0: Well, that's what they should do because they did that for Sean with with um, the Mandarin mm-hmm. with Ben Kingsley coming to yeah. play Trevor Slattery or the actor. Like, they connected the dots. So, you know, even if they never intended on doing that, it ends it's up It's nice making, that they will. It, it's nice that they will. And also, like what you said, it does make them look smarter. And it also makes it feel yep. like, you know, if stuff isn't – yeah, stuff isn't throwaway lines. Like, you know, when they mentioned Mad Report today, you're like, okay, they're going to maybe yes. tie something in here. And it's when I heard that name, I was like,
1: huh? What? Like, I was immediately just perked my
0: interest up. Yeah. I was like, okay, wow, that's, you know, interesting, you know? Exactly. And speaking of interesting, I, I want to get your take on this, but to me, Ethan Hawke has been insanely good as Arthur Harrow. Oscar mm-hmm. Isaac has been killing his role as Moon Knight, Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, and yep. everyone else. He's been doing amazing. His facial <laughs> expressions, how he changes, even the accent—like the know,
1: accent he, is so impressive.
0: Like I, I just love, I, I just love how well he's been doing. And now I just have to ask you: Are they mm-hmm. going to actually get nominated for an Emmy? Are is Ethan Hawke and? Um, Oscar Isaac are they going to actually get nominated for an Emmy or will uh, the television academy still have that like anti superhero bias
1: I think Oscar might have a chance because he's playing two different people at once he's doing the whole DID thing but I also think that those TV people are like oh it's just another Marvel show we don't care but you never know. Honestly, I can never say who's going to be nominated because I never know. Like, it's so different every year.
0: Yeah, and stuff has to come out as well. And obviously, mm-hmm. this is technically a limited series. So you yeah. might be facing stacked competition from other limited series. Like, I mean, maybe Sebastian Stan will get nominated for being Tommy Lee and Pam and Tom. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, he's, I felt like he did a good job with that uh but you know you have all these limited series that might Mm -hmm. you know he might just get knocked down a couple pegs just because there is an abundance of limited series now but I do think you know we always get you know we always hear about you know MCU and the awards and I'm glad WandaVision even though it didn't win like a ton was recognized at least I just think yeah I agree recognized for certain aspects would be cool you know would be you know, just to give them their props because this is different, you know, this isn't their normal. It is
1: different, yeah, and I do think that they deserve it, especially since it's not like your regular run-of-the-mill MCU project like WandaVision also wasn't. So in that aspect, I think they do have a chance of maybe getting nominated for at least something, you know?
0: The final fight in this episode was just wow. I, I love that they've really done their homework with his costume and just you know I just love all his weapons and just how the suit reacts to things like I just didn't expect that I didn't expect it to be so cool as it is
1: Yeah and I liked seeing um the difference between Mark's version of um Moon Knight and the suit and Steven's version because you saw that Steven's version he actually could get hurt and then with Mark's version of the suit he couldn't So I thought that was interesting to see too. And I did like the whole switching around thing. And yeah, it was pretty cool to see like to what extent the suit helps and to what extent it's just Mark slash Steven fighting.
0: Totally. And I just, yeah, I I really enjoyed that final fight. You know, I just think it was really well paced, really well done. And, you know, obviously a bit more violent than we've seen. Yeah. Regular MCU. So I am curious, you know, we only, we're three down, we got three to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, How much more will they be able to actually push the boundaries here with their themes and with their violence? I'm curious to see it. I'm curious to see if they. Yeah,
1: me too. I, I really wonder what they'll do because like you said, it's more violent than we've seen. But maybe they'll even take a few steps back because Steven is the one who keeps saying, no, don't kill these people, don't do it, you know, like, so maybe he'll just start fighting less.
0: It's funny when you realize that because of all the altars within Moon Knight, they all have, like, separate character arcs now. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yes. it, It comes back to my point. I feel like I've been beating this point you know to a pulp this entire episode it's like we only have six episodes I don't I know we do it's like and I get these episodes have been longer than previous Marvel series but it's like we only have six episodes it's like it's just you know
1: well they haven't wow. been longer by that much right I mean they're like 50 ish minutes so yeah they're the that's same but normal like, yeah
0: it is normal but like to me it feels like it, they've been longer just from the standpoint it feels like Usually, with these Marvel series, they don't get into like the fifty forties 40s range until like the back the end, yeah. The back end, that makes sense, gets, you know. Because I always feel like you know, they're usually just like 39 minutes or 42. Oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, they're just like you know, like similar to like the Mandalorian and Star Wars shows, like sometimes, like, I, yeah. Whenever I fire up Disney Plus and I go and look at the runtime, I'm always interested. Like I'm always sat a little bit sadder when it's like shorter. Yes. And then like when it's longer, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, like that's I get awesome. more
1: content. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
0: And speaking of more content, and I, I think this would be just a a fun thing to explore in the mm-hmm. MCU is that I would love to see like an MCU newscast or even a Daily Bugle newscast of the events that just happened in Egypt. I would just yes. love to see how they would cover this.
1: Honestly, I think that we it would be a very fun like spinoff show or like a side project where every like episode is a different major event that happens in the MCU. And then you can see it from a different perspective too. So like say even the attack on New York or something, you know, it could yes. be interviewing people from the city it could be seeing at like how some businesses were affected but also interviews with some of the the heroes i don't know i think that would be very, very funny
0: i think if they did it like a short film series yeah. where these like i think you mentioned like the attack on new york battle of new york in a way where mm-hmm. you know and they all obviously good to shawarma afterwards you know maybe you interview the shawarma owner or you see the shawarma owner's point of view
1: exactly I
0: just think it's an underrated and it's like this unexplored aspect of the MCU is like how do normal people actually react to this because we know how normal people in our world react to like worldly events and like when you know serious Mm -hmm. like real world events happen like we know how like we react to it but like how would the typical normal everyday mcu person react to like the Westview phenomenon the eternals yes. ending you know like what happens at the end of the eternals uh, exactly and then obviously in moon knight you know the sky just went bonkers and you mm-hmm. know, and you know even no way home i mean there's so much you could,
1: I mean, you know, that there's people who are starting like cults over stuff like that and stuff.
0: Oh, <laughs> like, for sure. I, I think you know it would be a fun series to do. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. even the whole you live through the snap and then you live through the blip back, but there's been so much else that has happened that I just think it's like this different point of view series would be
1: wild. I agree, yes, and it'll be fun to see like. Do it as a Daily Bugle type newscast short series thing.
0: <laughs> I would love to see it. Um, Marvel Studios call me if you yeah. want to pursue this pitch. Call me and Iris. I think we have a yes, good pitch well, here, you know.
1: I think we'll we'll help you out just because we, we're so nice.
0: <laughs> we we can do it. We can do it. Trust us. We we can deliver. But hire know, us, Marvel. <laughs> hire us, please. You know, we're begging you. And while you're at it, can you get us a ro- royalty-free version of Night Fever yes, by the Yes,
1: please. You
0: know, <laughs> I think Kevin Feige would be able to pull that off for sure.
1: Oh, he can pull some strings, I'm sure, I know yeah. He
0: it's, you know he can. He knows Kevin, everyone. Kevin Feige production, you know it's a good sign when you see that.
1: But, yes. You know,
0: this episode, back to Moon Knight. This yes, episode, back to Moon Knight. <laughs> this episode ends with Kanshu in prison, you know, in order to... Give yes. the location of Ahmet and stuff. He has to do this crazy thing, like we just hinted at, with the sky and the stars. And, you know, it's just an incredible ending. But he's now imprisoned. And nope. I think this sets up a pretty interesting episode four on what they could end up doing. And I know this series has been difficult to predict, but do you have any predictions? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, my one prediction that I had and that I was thinking about is that obviously Mark slash Stephen is not going to have the suit right now because I know the powers of the suit come from Kanchu. So he's not going to have that suit anymore, but he's still going to have to fight. And I know Mark can probably fight, but Stephen, we've seen that he can't. So that's going to be tough. And I think that they'll get to the tomb of Amit. I don't know, next episode, but at least like in the fifth episode, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to predict what else is going to happen. Oh, oh, and I think we'll find out more about Layla and her past and maybe her dad.
0: Those are all good predictions because like I really can't figure out what's happening, you know, in the initial kind of phase here, like the next couple episodes. Like, Obviously, I feel like, you know, maybe I could like dream up a post-credit scene for this, but you know, then again, (laughs) I might be totally off the beating path there so it's like I actually agree with all of your predictions I think we'll get more about Layla or at least we should because you know I'm still at that point where it's like why should we care about her you know other yeah. than for being like Mark's wife and stuff and then you know maybe more on Arthur Harrow you know just more yeah. on like some you know some of these stuff and like how are they going to free Khonsu and it should be a good rest of the series you know 3 down I think 3 so two
1: too. Down exactly
0: should be a good rest of the series but next week on this podcast we have a scheduling update the podcast we usually drop these on wednesdays uh next week we're actually going to drop this on a thursday and but you know i can promise you it's going to be a good podcast and we're actually going to talk about moon knight's presence in the disney parks as well next week so you know exciting things there
1: exciting
0: and then our question to our audience listening to us. We are halfway through my, Moon Knight. Have you enjoyed it so far? Yes or no? Let us know at Boardwalk Times on Twitter. Next week, Boardwalk Times Multiverse of Marvel will be back for another episode of Night Fever Breaking Down Moon Knight. For more Marvel content, head over to BoardwalkTimes.net or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Boardwalk Times. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a five star review.